Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. On the other side of the uh, 49th parallel, President-elect Donald Trump is uh, making waves uh, with his Twitter account once again, but also with some of his uh, suggestions and recommendations for uh, his cabinet. Uh, he promised that he was going to drain the swamp. That, that was one of his campaign slogans uh, in uh, the run-up to the presidential elections uh, back in November. And some are now accusing him of not draining it, but simply restocking it with his kind of folks, uh, former generals and uh, some major campaign donors are uh, being offered cabinet posts. So is this the dawning of a new day, or is it just business as usual? Michael Diamond joins us, principal of Upstream Strategy Group in Toronto. He's a conservative political pundit and always a welcome guest here on CHML. How are you doing this morning, Michael? Great. Thanks for having me. That's uh, so many different things to talk about here, about uh, President-elect Trump and what he's going on with right now. Uh, what, what about that accusation that, uh, that this is business as usual, this is rewarding all your major campaign donors and your buddies? Uh, so this idea about you know, a new day in, in Washington politics doesn't appear to be shaping up that way. You know, we see that time and time again with politicians who have promised to end the status quo, and we often just get more of the same. So in this case with Donald Trump's cabinet, you know, his promise was drain the swamp. And as you said, is he just restocking it? To me, you can even make an argument that he's, uh, uh, you know, damming some nearby areas to, to flood and make the swamp a bit bigger. <laughs> Well, and when you look at some of the dynamic here of the, of the folks that are in there, and, and I don't disagree. You're absolutely right, Michael. I mean, every political party in every country has probably done this, is you try to reward people that supported you and got you to where you are. And, but I, I guess it's a matter of what are you going to offer them, and are they qualified to do that sort of thing? And uh, you have to be somewhat judicious about that. Is, is Trump exercising that, that, that kind of uh, presidential uh, you know, attitude and, 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 and consideration for these roles? You know, and I think that's that's an excellent point. That it's you know the reason we're seeing the individuals be attacked for their status or their past military service and not their actual credentials is because, quite frankly, it is a pretty qualified group. So you know we shouldn't be all that upset that uh, he's turning to these this group of uh, people to build his cabinet, and that is why we're seeing them be attacked personally because they have run restaurant major restaurant chains or worked at Goldman Sachs and not being attacked for not. Being qualified. But is there a certain hypocrisy? And let's let's look at the, the gentleman from Goldman Sachs. Uh, he criticized Hillary Clinton for even speaking to Goldman Sachs uh, during the campaign and said, well, you can't be doing that sort of thing if you're going to be president. And now he's actually pulling from the staff of Goldman Sachs to be one of his, his cabinet minister or cabinet oh. uh, appointees. Absolutely a hypocritical uh, issue for him, and it, it, it's very amusing. I saw a, a Democrat be interviewed on uh, MSNBC yesterday, and she had said, I was told if I voted for Hillary Clinton, Goldman Sachs would be running the government. And I voted for Hillary Clinton, and they are running the government. <laughs> so wh wh where do you draw the line here? Do you simply just shrug your shoulders and say, well, that's just the way government works? Or did, uh, I mean, did, do you demand something here? I mean, wh where where does Trump get off on this thing, or does he just continue to roll along? He's, it, there's still a honeymoon period going on here, clearly. You know, and frankly, I think this is a positive development because Donald Trump's not acting as erratic and irrational as people had assumed he would before he was elected. These cabinet positions, for the most part, are being filled by people of a uh, excellent caliber, and we should all be happy about that. Uh, and Donald Trump, during the campaign, early on said that, you know, there's a group of voters. He could go shoot someone on Fifth Avenue that still vote for him. So for them, these appointments are going to be like that. And they're all going to care. For the rest of us, a lot of folks who may have voted for him reluctantly because he wasn't Hillary Clinton or because Republicans are Republican and they always vote Republican but were never sold on Donald Trump, this is actually a pretty positive development. 
I mean, there, there's always going to be some some pushback on some of these people. I mean, you know, the, the argument against uh, Puzder on this thing, of course, is he's the guy from the fast food industry, is that uh, labor union leaders are saying, well, look, at this is a guy who, who made his wealth uh, based on low-wage labor, illegal workers, and things of this nature. And uh, they're concerned about whether or not he's going to be an advocate for laborers or he's simply going to start to reduce uh, a lot of the laws and a lot of the regulations that are already in place. Is that a legitimate fear? Absolutely. You know, it is a legitimate fear for the uh, labor movement. This is a fellow who, you know, I think the biggest criticism of him is uh, bad hamburgers at Carl's Jr., but definitely <laughs> for the labor movement, uh, you know, he is anti-increasing uh, the national minimum wage, which to Canadians probably sounds amusing because we're very lucky that we don't have a national minimum wage. But uh, overall, for employees, I think, you know, it's probably going to be a good thing because it will mean more jobs, not fewer jobs that the lucky few are lucky to have. Want to hear more? Download the podcast. Yes, on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.